G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. As Christians, we know that the God of the Bible is a jealous God. The very first of the Ten Commandments was, You shall have no other gods before me. And Jesus reiterated that sort of exclusivity when he said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. So how do we think about the God of the Bible when in our modern secular age, the media tends to present all religions as equal? Well, Dr. Ricky Ohl is joining us. Ricky actually specialises in online consultation, dealing with wicked or complex problems. And he has a blog site called Thinking Right, Living Right. Ricky Ohl, a special welcome along to 2020. Nice to be here. Ricky, Western media and nations often represent all religions as equals, uh, which has opened the door in the West uh, really for some vulnerabilities around our Christian faith. How do you reflect on the way things have been changing? Yeah, well, I think the the recent um, developments, particularly in the Middle East, have have really highlighted the differences between the uh, our peaceful Christian religion and other man-made religions which are based on, they seem to promote fear through violence um, and they're often sold within, even within our culture as, as peaceful but the reality is if you just uh, do a little bit of, listen to a bit of teaching, a little bit of reading and you'll you'll soon find that uh, that's not the case. Uh, if we were to actually look into their their end times, um, their eschatology, we will see that their their objective is not to to blend in uh, um, peacefully with with our culture, but it is to um, to dominate. And we're we're seeing that, and we're seeing that around the world, which I see as a real real issue. And of course, when it comes to leaders, and I'm not talking just yes. Christian leaders here, but national leaders or state leaders, as well as Christian leaders, you can inc- include them in that group, they've almost become fearful uh, to condemn the sorts of violence that comes against those Judeo-Christian customs and culture that's been created in our own society here. Uh, what are your thoughts here for the fact that leaders somehow or other buckle under pressure and won't speak up? Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Um, we've we've observed this with the development of, of what's happening at the moment because our our leaders are hesitant to to speak, you know, to condemn. Uh, for example, the um, you know what what happened on October the seventh. Um, Australia hasn't condemned that uh, as terrorism, which which is absolutely horrible. It's it just seems to promote anti-Semitism. The other side, they they seem to look for any 
anything that, that looks like a weakness where they can take advantage of. And when our leaders are not speaking out and not putting things in in place to to control you know disruption in our communities, then they just seem to have free free reign, and uh, innocent people are are being harmed. Let me just cut to the chase here, because when we talk contrasts, when we discover that Christianity really does bring harmonious prosperity to a nation, and that's uh, arguable, uh, I guess, for some, but that's really demonstrable because that's where the evidence is. But you've got other religions, let's call them man-made religions, the alternative religions, uh, resulting in harm. Is it as easy and as black and white as as you say that? Christianity results in good, other man-made religions result in harm? How do you see that? I would agree with that. Um, Christianity, I, I don't like to view it as a, as a religion. I would prefer to view it as a, as a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Um, and as we, we know, as we learn from the Bible, that Yahweh, the um, Judeo-Christian God, is the God of creation. Therefore, there is one God, one God of creation. Uh, when we depart from that, then um, it's yeah, the the space is is filled with humanism, with with wokeism, with uh, you know whatever is other ism you can think of, and it it, it its intention is to depart from um, God given morality. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier the the Ten Commandments, for example, or or you know. If we read through the book of, of Genesis and we find quickly that God made um, man and, and female, husband and wife, brother and sister, mother and father, um, that's being challenged. Uh, God ordained marriage between one man and one woman, that's being challenged. God ordained sex within marriage between one man and one woman, that's being challenged. Um, and um, the first commandment to, to, to worship God and worship God only uh, in the right way. Um, all of these things are being challenged. It's funny, the opposition ultimately is to challenge Christian beliefs and fundamentals. Uh, let me ask your thoughts here, Ricky, on the confidence that Christians have in our own faith. Because when we say Christianity will bring that harmonious, healthy, prosperous nation, I wonder whether there are a lot of Christians who doubt that and uh, maybe don't understand the evidence that's there for that because certainly our national leaders don't understand it. Otherwise, they'd be upholding some of those virtues and those principles, wouldn't they? Yes, they would. Um, yeah, just just to do a, um, a historical back check of, um, you know, how the history of Australia, for example, we can look back through history, and we can see the change that the uh, Judeo-Christian culture, uh, Judeo-Christian fundamentals, have made in society. You know, it's uh, it's where we, we we get our order. It's where we've we've got our our laws and and so on. Even within the secular society, people recognise uh, who who have a bit of life under their belt the 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 benefit of. Um, you know, Judeo-Christian fundamentals. Some of the problem 
also is within the church, unfortunately, and the um, strong adherence to the Word of God is not always upheld. Some are, are folding under the, the pressure of um, humanism, and um, I think we really need to get back to fun- fundamentals, get back to the Bible, and, I, and hopefully that would that would even bring a greater unity within the body of Christ. Let's stay with Christians for a few moments because, as you say, uh, some are folding and crumbling under some of the things that we're confronted with, with all of the change that's going on in such a significant way. Uh, Some feel that there's no right to defend ourselves, to stand up and say, wait a minute, go no further, let's get those virtues, let's get those principles back in place because that's where the harmonious and prosperous future will lie. But somehow or other, there's a bit of defeatism in the church. What are your thoughts here? Yes, well, obviously that's, uh, I believe, the work of of the enemy and and the work of the enemy is to, to bring fear, is to... Uh, with an ultimate aim of creating chaos. Uh, Fear can actually become so uh, disabling that our thoughts, um, our our processing is uh, undermined, whereas God tells us that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I think getting back to the Bible... Um, building ourselves up on these wonderful promises, um, looking to the Holy Spirit to to lead and teach us um, and empower us for service uh, is a way forward. What are your thoughts for those who are swayed by some of the activity in the media? And, uh, you know, take the Israel-Hamas issue for a moment, uh, where some are feeling that they'd like to side with Hamas against Israel. Uh, there's a certain sense here in which uh, there's an an inequity there. There's an uneven balance. Yeah. But certainly for the Christian believer making some sort of choice, it's not a difficult one to come up with that you support the nation of Israel because of the principles yeah. they're built on, uh, as yeah. opposed to comparatively to the principles that Hamas is built on, the principles of Islam. There's a huge difference. Yeah. Yes, there is. Um yeah, Israel is a democratic, uh, free nation. We we should be allied with them. We have no no problem with with innocent people. We we obviously don't want to see harm to come to anyone innocent. But in this conflict, in this conflict, it's difficult to determine who's actually innocent and who's who's involved. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a horrible situation. So we can identify that we've had Christian roots in Australia and so many of those biblical foundation principles have been a part of what have made us a nation that has been harmonious and prosperous. If we understand, as you argue in one of your latest articles that we're talking about, that evil embeds itself into any culture that rejects Yahweh, the God of the Judeo-Christian Bible, that's, that's actually fairly obvious, isn't it? Yeah, well, once once um, God is pushed out of the out of the picture, um, that void is filled with with um, you know anti anti Christian anti God sentiments. Um, without God, it's either it's either good with Yahweh, or without Him, it's not good. It it is it is as basic 
as that, I believe. And um, to recognise some of the symptoms, uh, Ricky, uh, you say that when it is a false and man-made religion that eventually takes its place and finds footholds, it eventually leads to a forced compliance. Is that where you think we might be headed? Yes, and and that's what's fearful. Uh, what what is concerning to me, and that and that's sort of what promoted me to write this. Uh, we have seen um, all the the demonstrations around the world. They seem to be be fueled by the the wokest sort of way of looking at things. The oppressor oppressed, um, any establishment type of sentiment, and. Yeah, it's it's a false it's a false way of looking at things. It's it's destru- it's the destructive mindset, and it doesn't it doesn't really have a remedy. You know, we've seen money money won't fix it, uh, apologies won't fix it. That these things never satisfy. It's in this case, it's more a domination type approach. Um, and once again, if we were to look at the eschatology of these of the radicals of these radicals or the eschatology of the, of the whole religion actually um we will see that that's that's their objective so our response ricky uh, to be able to stand up in a united way against some of the forces that are trying to displace our christian foundations what are your thoughts here I think we have to to get back to our um, fundamental doctrines. We we need to, you know, even within uh, denominations, there's there's differences, but but we need to get back to what's what matters, what's important. Relationship with Jesus Christ, um, uh, love God, and love others with a godly love, not not in the way that uh, the the film and media seem to you know paint the picture of love. And if we get back to those fundamental doctrines uh, and and the church pulls together in unity and we are actually salt and light in our societies, I think we can make a difference. Well, Dr. Ricky Ohl specialises in online consultation and solving, dealing with complex problems. He has a blog site. You might want to visit it. It's called Thinking Right, Living Right. The blog site address is thinkrightliveright.blogspot.com. Thinkrightliveright.blogspot.com. Uh, Dr. Ricky Ohl, uh, thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us today on 2020. And thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 